Hey, this is Lauren BR, and this is The Authentic Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to Authentic. I'm so excited about this episode, but you guessed it. Um, there are some Wi-Fi issues, so just be aware of some little parts that do sound a little silly and off and a little, you know, staticky, whatever, because we recorded it over Zoom. Um, really not that noticeable, but just a heads up before you get to, um, some of the episode. It will sound a little weird, but it'll be quick and for a second, so don't turn away. Keep listening, because there's some really great truth and wisdom shared from JC. I'm so excited for y'all to hear, um, just what the Lord, um, has given JC to share. Anyways, um, let's get on with the episode. Hey y'all, and welcome back to Authentic. I'm your host, Lauren, and today we have JC on the podcast. JC Martin is like literally magic, y'all. I'm not exaggerating. Um, she's one of my favorite people in the whole world, and she never fails to put a smile on my face. She's truly the most fun to be around, so full of life, so full of joy, and she cares for people so deeply. And also, if y'all know her, you know she literally works harder than anyone else that you probably know. I'm so beyond lucky to know her. So welcome her to the podcast. Wait, that was so nice. Oh my gosh. I'm like, ah, uh, that is I'm so undeserving of that. Oh, oh my god. I love. Um, wait, hey, I'm so excited. This is so fun. Yay. I'm so excited too. Um, today we're going to get a little bit vulnerable um, because if y'all don't know from the title, we're both going to be talking about singleness and we're both two yeah. girls that are surrounded by a lot of dating friends. So we get it, um, especially, you know, around Christmas, the holidays. Um, but we're here to tell you that you're not alone and that you're worth so much more. And so before we kind of get into the questions, can you just let us know a little bit about yourself, who you are, your relationship with the Lord before we get into all the deep questions. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm JC and um, I actually senior, but like graduating in a week from LSU, which is exciting. Um, and I'm in a sorority. I'm in Kadia LSU. And um, so basically just kind of growing up, I'd give a little background about that. Um, I wouldn't say I grew up in like um, a home that like really emphasized like walking with the Lord, I would say my parents were believers, but not followers. Um, and so that was really interesting for me growing up. I really wasn't exposed to, um, what, who the Lord was, um, at an early age, I would go to church with like distant family members who would take me, but I just really never got it. And I didn't understand also because I didn't have parents who were living it out for me and showing me what it looked like. Um, but so grateful for that because just like growing up, I got, I, met people who, um, like in middle school, met friends who literally just invited me to church with them. And, um, to this day, like one of my closest friends, um, like from now, like since then, like brought me into her church. And it was just really cool to see that because I never really seen people my age, um, like living a life that looked different than mine. Um, and I was the only child. So I also didn't have siblings who were pointing me that way either. And so it was really sweet. And I remember being, in eighth grade and feeling like there was something different about everyone else around me um, as I started getting plugged in. And like my parents would literally drop me off at, at church on Sundays and on Wednesday nights so that I could be there because I was like, there is something so, so different. Um, and so that is like when I came to really know the Lord of, I finally understood what it meant. Like I'd heard the things, but I never understood like who Jesus really was. 
And I think it finally clicked when um, I was in eighth grade, which um, is when I gave my life to the Lord. And so obviously, you know, going throughout high school and even throughout college, like you have these seasons, like ups and downs, and you have things that you go through and um, which I think is who, like how we, you know, find out more about ourselves and we learn and we grow. Um, And so in that I've learned so much about myself um, growing up and like um, going through high school and working at, I worked at Pine Cove and learned a lot about who the Lord was, um, because there was so much that I didn't know, um, because I I kind of was the good the the goody girl in high school. I did all the right things. Um, I checked off the boxes that you know everyone said you should check off, and I met the expectations of parents and I met the expectations of school, um, and but I never really knew why I did that, and it was really self driven and not driven from the Lord, and so I think until I, like when I got to college, I finally understood what it meant to be um, for my purposes to be for the Lord, not for myself or not for anybody else. And so obviously there's like seasons of that and there's like ups and downs. And I really am someone who struggles with comparison. So that is like a daily a fight that I put up of like, who am I pleasing today? Um, is it the Lord or is it people around me? And so that's just a question I have to ask myself really often. But um Yeah. And so I think even going along with this topic of like singleness and um, I grew up with parents who were divorced. And so since I was two, so I really don't have never had anyone in my family really mimic um, what it looks like to have a godly relationship. And there are times that I'm like, dang, that like that's so like that that stinks. Like, I wish I could see that. But it's honestly been a gift um, that maybe I haven't. And sometimes I get to see it now being in college and seeing like mentors and people that I look up to and just getting to learn and really getting to learn and see what I don't want, um, getting to have my parents relationship, see that. And so, um, that's something that I've learned a lot about, but, um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but I think there's a little bit about me right now. I'm like about to graduate and that's really exciting and getting to have some time off to sit and rest and get to be still for a little bit. So I'm excited. But yeah, that was I good. I didn't even like know half that stuff. So that was fun <laughs> here. And so exciting about you graduating. I mean, that's crazy. That's so big. I, I I like can't comprehend it. I feel so infant. I'm like, I'm not prepared, but like it'll be so fun. I'm excited. Uh well, okay. So jumping into, you know, the big questions. Um, what do you think your biggest struggle has been with being single? And how has the Lord kind of seen you through? being single I guess I hate saying this but like the season of singleness I know that's like a Christiany thing but like you know what I'm saying just how has what has been your biggest struggle and how has the Lord seen you through no yeah absolutely um so I think there's kind of like two things when I think of like the biggest struggle I think of like kind of two main things um and I think one is like situational and so right now I would say and Lauren, I know that you can agree, like a lot of people at this age are in the season of dating, they're in the season of engagement, or they're in the season of marriage. And so I think it's, it's, it can get heavy, um, especially just being around like um, a lot of people who are in those seasons and me being out of that. And I'm so thankful that they are. And I think it's awesome. And I, I love getting to see my friends um, in their relationships but it is definitely hard. And I think, um, I find myself in that, in those moments of loneliness, um, and in those moments of comparison. 
And so I would say that is probably one of the biggest struggles is just like, just like the situational aspect of it. And like the seasons that we're in as, you know, we're growing, we're in our twenties. And like, I think that's just a part of it. And especially just the, like the community aspect of it. But in the same sense, I've also been surrounded by people who, um, like who aren't and like getting to have kind of that balance of where I get to, you know, that spending my time and saying, okay, like I'm struggling with this. Like maybe like I need to take a step back, you know, like maybe I need to spend a little bit more time, um, you know, like obviously spending time with people who are in relationships, but investing in those who aren't because they probably feel the exact same way. Um, and so it's allowed me to be a little bit more relatable, I think, um, with people and getting to know people that I really haven't gotten to spend time with. Um, and the Lord showing up in that way of like, there are people who are feeling the same way. Um, but also in that the Lord has really, he has convicted me in a lot of ways of in the moments where I struggle, he has convicted me of like, okay, why do you want to be in a relationship? And that question crosses my mind a lot. And, um, and in those moments, I think, okay, why do I want to, is it for, you know, oh, does someone hang out with all the time? Or because my friends are in relationships or, oh, I'm like, oh, I, I, I want to like have more things to do. Like I want to be able to hang out with a guy and also have my friends and have options. And I think in those moments is when the Lord is like, these are selfish reasons. And my heart is checked. And I'm like, okay, I am not like, it is a reminder that I am not I'm not in the place to be in a relationship. And, and like, there's a reason for the singleness and the season that I'm in. And so it's honestly, it's a humbling moment and it's a humbling experience, but it's also so like, it's the Lord's protection of like, no, like I'm bringing these questions up and I'm bringing up how you're feeling so that you aren't going to act on those feelings and that you are aware um, and to be wise about it and to, and to know that like where your heart lies. And so I think those are kind of the main two things I struggle with, just like the time part of it. And also just like, you know, like I, I struggle with the timing of it all and trusting that like, hey, is it going to happen ever? Um, but it's so evident. The Lord is so kind to be like, why? And ask and like me, these hard questions coming in my heart that ultimately are here to protect me and make me think about the purpose of a relationship. And it's not just for me and it's not for selfish gain. Um and so I would say those are kind of my two biggest things, but also seeing the word in that way. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a really good um, question. I feel like that a lot of people probably should like sit back and ask themselves too, um, because I feel like most girls aren't even thinking about that. They're just like, Ugh, well, I'm the only one who's not dating and me, 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 and like turn it into a pity party rather than like you were saying, like, why do I want to be dating someone and kind of flip the script and the narrative in that way. So I think that was a good point that you brought up. No, absolutely. I think when we ask that, it's like, okay, wow. Like I, my reasons are selfish and my reasons aren't about somebody else. And they're not going to be sacrificial if they're selfish and a relationship is about making sacrifices. And so um, I think the Lord is like kind to bring that up because it's hard and it's, it, it's hurt sometimes, but it's like, wow, that is Lord protecting me further down the road. Okay, so you kind of touched on this in your last answer, but do you ever struggle with loneliness? And if so, how do you handle those emotions? Yeah, Um. so I'll be honest. I think I really didn't realize until this year 
that I did struggle with loneliness. And um, I think the reason for that is just um, for my sophomore and junior year, I lived in my sorority house, constantly surrounded by people. And there was never a moment of the day I was alone um, or at night or the weekends. And so, which I think I've learning, I'm learning now that that's an awesome thing and so great to be surrounded by all those people, but at the same time could be so dangerous um, to get just so comfortable and taking a step back and realizing, okay, was I relying on the physical presence of people to keep me not from being lonely or was I relying on the Lord? And so, especially this year, I think moving into a house, you know, having my own room um, and a lot of my friends not living with me, um, I think is when I realized like I do kind of struggle with loneliness and especially being out of a relationship and having a lot of friends be in them and step into them in this time. Like I've learned that I do struggle with it. And I think it's just human nature for us to desire um, to be around people and also for someone to desire us and we want attention. And I think sometimes that's looked down upon. Um, A lot of times I feel like, you know, we can't say that, but at the end of the day, like we are human and we desire that and it's our nature. But um, in the times that like I've struggled with this loneliness, especially just this semester, um, I've been really have like quick to have to be like, okay, where is my contentment with the Lord and sitting and being quiet to find that like, if I'm not content with the Lord and myself, I will never be able to be content with my Lord, with the Lord and myself and then somebody else. Um, and so I've learned a lot about that. And, um, and so just kind of the ways that I handle those emotions, I would say, um, for myself, just spending time in prayer about it and honestly asking the Lord, like, how do I respond? And like, how do I, um, find contentment in you every single day? Cause I think that's a choice we make. Um, every day, you know, like it is a, it's a battle that we go through every day to find contentment in the Lord, or we're going to find it in the world. And so, um, yeah, I just think that spending time praying and writing it out of like, Oh, I feel this way, but trusting that the Lord will meet me there. And, um, and I especially see it in the times that I've been distant from the Lord or haven't spent time, you know, in my quiet time, um, or just haven't been around good community is when my loneliness really sets in and it hits me later, even when I'm like, could be around people all day long. And I'm, I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. And then it's like, when you get back in the stillness of your room or in the stillness of life and you're like, that's not fulfilling. Um, and so it's been in those moments that I've realized like how, um, important it is for me to sit and spend time with the Lord to meet me where I'm at in my loneliness and to show me that contentment is only found in him. And so, I feel like that's how I handle uh, my emotions. I'm still learning, honestly, like it's a learning process and I'm, I'm honestly grateful for it because I don't think I've ever realized that loneliness was something I struggled with and I'm learning it now and it's hard, but it's taught me a lot about the Lord and also myself. So that's really good. And I think, I mean, so well said, I don't think a lot of people when they're struggling with loneliness will like be like, wait am I not finding my contentment in the Lord or like go to the Lord instead? I feel like, I mean, I do it too. Just like sit and wallow in your loneliness and you're like, Oh my gosh, like no one loves me. And you're so sad, but like the Lord is always there. And you know what I'm saying? Like he's um, there to be a friend and there. I don't know if I'm making sense right now, but I'm like, scared. no, yeah. Again, but um, anyways, I think that's just such a good point that 
a lot of people choose to ignore because they just like to sit in their own self-pity of loneliness. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So these questions are just, I don't know. I feel like so scary to be answering, but I'm just so proud of you for, um, doing this with me, but have you ever felt, you know, unworthy or unloved in being single and kind of how did you battle this lie? Cause I feel like the world is so quick to tell us that like being single, you're unworthy and like, um, things like that. So have you felt that way? And if so, like, how did you battle that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I felt that way. And I think, um, it is a place that I can easily find myself, um, when I'm not looking at the face of the Lord. And when I'm tending to look at the relationships in front of me, I tend to instantly think like, I'm not worthy to be, you know, cared for. And I don't feel loved because I'm like, oh, all these people are, you know, being pursued and by someone, you know, by someone here. And so a lot of times it it is something that I struggle with, Um, especially when I look back on past relationships and think about that. And I think about, oh, well, those ended for a reason. And, but I tend to use that as like, oh my gosh, like, well, then I'm never, you know, I'm never going to be cared for by someone or no, no one will ever be able to care for me because of the past relationships I've had. And, um, but in those moments, I am reminded of like the grace the Lord has for me and the fact that like the Lord sees me as a clean slate and the Lord also sees me through the eyes of Jesus. And so therefore I am loved. Um, and so I think it's just, it's so, it goes back to just like meeting every lie with truth. And that is really hard for me to do because um, I am to very hard on myself, I would say as a person and everything that I do. And um, I'm, I analyze the nitty gritty. I go down to everything. And I think a lot of times my first response is not to go to truth. My first response is to figure out the lie and to, you know, to try to be like, justify the lie in a way um and just because I think the world it emphasizes the lies and so you kind of want to get to the bottom of them and every time that I do I find myself being like wait but scripture says otherwise and the Lord says otherwise and so in those moments that I feel unworthy or I feel unloved like going to scripture but also going back to looking at parts of my life that the Lord has shown up um and being so clear that like he is faithful and he loves me more than anyone on this earth could. And so that is my comfort too, of like my worth and, and, and love will never come from someone, um, in a fulfillment way that the Lord, that the Lord's love comes from. And so I think just like having that, which is hard, it's, it's hard to have that perspective. And like, I don't have it every day. And there are days that I'm like, wow, this is rough. Like I'm never going to find that person who really, who cares. And then I'm like, oh, am I even worth someone, you know, caring for and, and loving, but I'm, it's so, it's hard, but it's, there are times that you have to slow down and think like, man, the Lord went to the cross for me. Like that is enough. And if that has to be enough for the rest of my life, like let it be. And so, yeah, I think that's kind of how I have to deal with that. And it's hard. And that's a daily, you know, fight you have to put up, um, and just like go back to scripture and knowing what's true, which is a hard thing to do. Cause we don't want to do that sometimes. <laughs> No, that's so good. And just the reminder that like the cross should be enough and it is enough. And like, 
I mean, if neither of us end up getting married, like that's okay. That's not the pinnacle of our life. That's not the peak. Like we're still worth so much and there's so much ahead of us, um, whether we're married or single. And so I think that's, that's so good. What you said about the cross being enough, because that's so true. And we don't take enough time to like really sit with that and like, be like, okay, yes, it is enough. So that was, that was a very good point. I like that a lot. <laughs> it's just so true. And like, I think that I've, I've learned that and I'm having to t- tell myself that every day and, and trust it. And I can say it, but I'm like, I have to believe it. And like, and I think when I do is when I'm like, wow, like, like that singleness is not, you know, like that is not the end all be all. And like, I think about like just the situations other people, you know, are walking through. And if I'm like, if I'm really playing a pity party over that, like, you know, like, it's just, I don't know, it's crazy, but yeah. So yeah um another thing I wanted to ask you and this is kind of like a two-part question because I feel like a lot of people think you can't have fun while you're single and you also can't have fun being a Christian um and obviously um you are a single Christian and so am I and I think that we have a lot of fun I think both of us are very fun especially together so kind of talk about how you still have fun while um being single being a Christian because I know a lot of people think that is literally a paradox and an impossible sentence but I know for a fact that it's not so can you kind of go into that just like how you have fun you know oh my gosh wait I love this question also because me and Lauren I mean when we're together like we just like had the best time ever I like Lauren is someone I truly I I never fail to have fun with it's it's, it's kind of crazy, honestly. Um, but, but I don't, I, I also think this is kind of like, it blows my mind that like, this is in the world that seems like two contradicting things. Um, because I, it's really hard for me to see it, um, having fun in a different sense, I guess. Like, I'm just so like, I don't know. I, I am like really thankful that like, I genuinely can have fun without, the worldly aspects of it. And like, I think that really goes back to like being like finding the joy of the Lord and like knowing that like joy comes from the Lord. It doesn't like, and the happiness that the world gives like that is so fleeting. And if I was to depend on, you know, my having fun, you know, based on like my emotion of happiness, like I will it will fall, it will fail and it will never be, it will be situational, it will be circumstantial. It will not be consistent. Like the joy of the Lord is. And so I think that's how like, that is like the driver of fun, you know, of like having fun is cause like, like, I don't know. I, I think, I think about having, I don't know, having fun and like getting to do it in a community of people who like know me better than people who are outside, like people who are not believers. It's, it's harder to have that. The deepest part of your relationship is knowing the Lord. And so when people know you and that's, and they know the things that you struggle with and they know you know the things that like you're walking through but they're also on the same page like it makes it that much easier I think to build relationships and you're more comfortable in those relationships so having fun with those people and the people who know you best um it's just it's just better I don't know and like even just like I I will say and this is kind of going into a different topic but I think LSU you know this like just like college like the party culture is so prominent it is and um I've been like really grateful I think just coming into college I I really didn't come in struggling with that and like I'm that is a blessing from the Lord because but trust me I struggle with lots of other things but that was just one thing I, I never did and um and so I'm like thankful for it but it was never in a way of like oh like I'm looking down upon those who do or anything like I could be 
you know, I'm in a sorority, you know, like you have date events, you have all these things and like to get to be there and not be, you know, a part of the world at the same time, but like getting to be there and like having fun and people being like, how are you having fun when you're fully sober? Like, how are you doing that? And it's, those are the conversations that get to come up. And it's in those moments, I'm like, that's the Lord. Like that is literally the Lord. And in my mind, I'm like, wait, how, how, how are y'all not? Like, I don't understand. Like I'm having a great time, but it's, it's really a gift, honestly, that the Lord gives us that like, we get to have joy. And that's not based on, you know, you know, putting something in our body to make us have fun, you know? And at the end of the day, that's what that is. And like filling ourselves with the world or filling us ourselves with just like, you know, worldly negative things to allow us to have an area of fun, I guess. And, um, and so I'm, I'm just grateful for that. And I think being single, I don't even know. Like, I just like genuinely, like, I think I get to just really be present being single and be present with the people around me. And so I think that's my, like, I, I don't know, I get to have fun and like, I'm not worried about like, I don't know, really, honestly, I'm just like, I enjoy it. I, I think like it allows me to spend time with the people that I, one day I'm, I'm not going to get to spend time with every single day when I like leave college. And so that just like adds to that element that was kind of all over the place, but like, I can't even put that into words. I don't think like, I'm just like the Lord. I, I like, I'm like, how else? I don't, I, cause people ask me that all the time. Like genuinely I get asked that way, way a lot. Cause I think me and you both, like we, we bring a lot of energy. Like we just do. And like, like, and we cut up and we dance and we're like, and I think it's just like the people that you know, that like you can do that and there's no judgment. And you know, at the end of the day, your worth isn't found in what people think. It's just, it's found in the Lord. And like, I get to dance because of the Lord. And like, I get to dance because like he, he created this space for me to do that and like, um, and get to have fun in that aspect and have good, clean fun. So yeah, I don't know. That's kind of all over the place. <laughs> no, that was a really, really good answer. And I think it is cool. The conversations that you get to have with people um, about, you know, when they ask the question of like, how can you have fun sober and like all this stuff. And like, I mean, just opening the space to have the conversations about the Lord at like date events and like bar settings where you normally wouldn't really have those conversations be natural, I guess, if that makes sense. So I think that's, that's been a cool thing for me as well to get to do just because, I mean, people ask the question to me all the time as well. And you're like, well, Jesus. And then it, it just opens up um, more questions. And um, I mean, that doesn't happen every time, obviously, but it can be a cool thing when it does happen. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's, it's cool how the Lord can be used in literally any, in any setting. And even if like that, like, even if that conversation doesn't happen, like you're like, they see people look and people watch. And I think it, there's something there. And like, if they see a glimpse of like what something different, like that's the Lord. So that's all like, that's, that's enough, you know? Mm -hmm. so. so I think one of the perks, at least for me of being single is having lots of free time. And I know if any of y'all have read like single dating, engaged married or books like that, they talk about how singleness is a gift. And I really think that can be true. So have you been able to see that with just having extra free time? I mean, I know you're like graduating college, so I'm sure that like you're definitely busy in other ways, but have you been able to kind of see your singleness as a gift and like do extra things with that free time? Oh my gosh. Yes. Like I, I love this question because I have genuinely like have gotten to have really cool conversations actually about this, just with other people who 
um, kind of are in the season of singleness and are struggling in it also and getting to like dive deep into like the gift that it really can be. Um, and I mean, one, just like the time that you have. And I will say that, so my junior year of college was the first year, full year that I was truly single. And, um, this is not even exaggerating, like literally the best year of college. It was the most fruitful year. It was the most life-giving year of college that I ever had had. Um, and because I think the Lord opened up so many doors because I allowed him to. And I think I was in, um, just like all of junior year, just like getting to be present in every single way. Um, and I got to know more about my friends and dive deeper into those friendships because of that. And like things that I probably would never would have known because conversations never would have happened if I wasn't single and I didn't have all the time to give. And so I like truly like that has been such a gift. And like, especially just I'm at the, like, I'm at the season of graduating college. And I, I think about like, you know, I'm not going to be around all these, you know, all my friends every single day. And like, I I'm thankful for that time, like for this time of singleness that has allowed me to like build off of friendships and connections and form like deeper relationships and know them better. Um, and this makes me think of, so in the time that sometimes I'm like struggling with like thinking about, you know, being single and like, I'm like, how is this a gift? Sometimes you're like, Oh, how I think about. So first, first Corinthians, it's seven, I think 34 to 35, but it talks about like, you know, a single woman, you have undivided attention, like for the Lord. And like, you're not worried about, wait, I, I can't remember like the exact wording, but it's like, like your, your, your thoughts are not about the world. And so you have this undivided attention that you get to have for the Lord. And when I read that, I'm like, wow, like this is the only time in my life where I truly will get to have fully undivided attention. You know, I'm not having to spend time, you know, for a whole nother person. And that takes work and it takes effort and it takes care. And I think that's important. And that's what is expected of a relationship. But I think we should really be grateful for the time of singleness because it is a time where it's truly is undivided attention for the Lord. And I think that can be seen in our, our times with him and being quiet and still, but I think it also can be seen in just the friendships we get to build and the community we, we get to build. And so um, that's how I've gotten to see it be a gift. I have grown so much through it. And I've gotten to learn a lot about myself in, and also can be used for the preparedness of being in a relationship one day. And so I think it's a ultimate gift. And like, I mean, like I have like, truly, I tell so many people like junior year was the greatest year because of that, because I got to have so much time for not only the Lord, but also just the people he's put around me. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I bet that will be super encouraging for a lot of girls to be able to hear. I mean, especially if they um, have just gone through a breakup or single, I'm sure they'll be like so on fire and ready to have the best year of their lives because that's so encouraging for people to hear. Um, so the next question is, how have you trusted the Lord's timing with singleness? And I mean, you can kind of also go into like new changes, like graduating and know that he has a plan and I'm okay. This is kind of a lot, but going along with that, like, how do you still have the high standards to not like jump at every guy that gives you attention? Like how have you just kind of trusted in like the waiting season, you know, if that kind of all makes sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so I think when I think about 
trusting the Lord and like the timing of it all. That is something that I, I will be so honest and say that I do struggle with that. And um, I would be lying if I said I didn't. And I I want honestly, like for anyone listening, like to be comforted by that of like, it is hard sometimes like to trust that, like there is, that there is a timing and that like that this waiting um, that there's purpose in it. But in those moments that I do struggle with that, I am quickly reminded that like the Lord is better. Um, and the ways that I kind of deal with that and the ways that I am reminded of that is I think about a lot of the things that the Lord has done in my life where I've seen, um, where I've looked back and I've seen, okay, I waited so long for this. And like, this was the Lord's answer that looked a lot different than I thought, but better than I thought. Um, and I, I really do like think about like, if it were up to me, you know, how would it, if it were all up to me, like, how would it look different? And then in those moments, I'm like, wait, like I am a sinner and it would like the ways that I would want it to turn out, like would not be life-giving at all. And like, it would lead me down something. Um, it would lead me away from the Lord and it would be so self-centered. And so in those times where I'm like, oh, this is like so frustrating. Like I'm tired of waiting. I think like, no, the the Lord wants me to wait because he, he wants that time one for me to grow, but also like for me to trust that like his plan is better. His plan is not like about, it's not about me and it's not about the things that I can get, but it's about how it can bring um, him glory. And at the end of the day, if like I'm calling on the name of the Lord, like that, it should be what my heart wants. And I think we have to ask ourselves that like, it's a challenge. Like, is that what my heart wants? Cause a lot of times we want what it, what we want. And, um, and so that's how I have to really remind myself of like, man, like the Lord is good and his timing is good. And even if that means waiting for a really long time, like I'd rather be him orchestrating it all than me. Cause I am a sinner and I'm going to mess up. And so that's where I found comfort in that. And just like with the, the time of graduating, um, Cause I'm just someone who's a really anxious person. And I, I struggle with anxiety a lot and thinking like the worst end all be all like I, I spiral and I go down and think like, I'm never going to find someone or what am I going to do? Like after I graduate and like, after I go through school, like what is life going to look like? But like, you know, like the Lord is so kind and he's so good. And like, like he has it all in his hands. And I think when we think about that and we, and we slow down, like, I'd rather be in his hands than mine. And so I think that's the the best comfort of all. But going on the topic of kind of just like having those high standards and um, not jumping at all the attention, it goes into that at the same time of like the Lord is better and like your will, your will be done no matter if it looks like me never being in a relationship, you know, like, okay, if that's your will, God, like I am trusting that. And like, I know that there is more, from that than there would be from any relationship that I could put myself in because that's outside of your will. Um, but when I think about like high standards and I think about like, um, you know, how do you keep those? Cause sometimes it's hard. Cause you're like, I just, I just want to, you know, I just want to be in a relationship. And I think that's every girl's feelings. And I think that like, that's okay to admit that like there are times that you just want to be in one. But when, when I have those thoughts, when I, have those moments and I'm like, oh, I just want to be in one. I think about like, I think about scripture talking about us being equally yoked. I think it's in second Corinthians. And, um, for a while I like, I just like, was like, okay, you know, equally yoked, get it, whatever. 
but I think being having been in a relationship that wasn't um sorry this is really kind of personal but like I think this is just giving background but like being in a relationship that wasn't equally yoked um I was led into um I was led away from the Lord ultimately further and further as that relationship grew and kept going and so um that is where I I think about my the standards that I have because at the end of the day like one day like I I want you know my marriage to be the the oneness that you have with someone when you're married um is it going to be pursuing holiness or is it going to be pursuing the world and that's such a you know in a relationship that's is a two-sided thing and like it cannot just be one person and so at the end of the day when I think about like the standards I'm like I instantly think about like you know would I marry that person and obviously that's you learn with time but and if I don't see it in their life now and, and I don't see the life so they live on their own, then I, I can't expect that in a relationship and I can't expect that long term. And so I think that that's something that is that I think about of just like looking at their lifestyle now. And I think about like, OK, what does the Lord want for me? Because if he if if this person is not pursuing um, the Lord now and the expectations aren't being met now, um, just for themselves, like it will never be met in a relationship because it's 10 times harder, you know, to be with someone than to be without somebody. And so um, I think, and it goes just with like knowing your worth in the Lord and knowing that like his purpose is greater. Um, and so trusting that like he has these expectations and he has like these standards for us because he knows the worth, you know, and he knows like I like that there should be holiness out of a marriage one day um that can bring him glory because it's really not about just like the happiness that I think marriage is associated with but the holiness that it can come from and so um and I also think just like anyone a, a guy will never know how to love me well if he doesn't know you know the definition of love if he doesn't know who love is and so I think that is my reminder of like okay like if I don't see it in his life now and I don't see it um, to fruition now as a person by himself and like a single guy, like I can't expect that, you know, in a relationship. And so that's kind of how I hold those standards, just thinking about like the worth that the Lord has for me and trusting that um, the Lord's timing in all of it, it kind of all goes together. I feel like that was kind of all just a lot, but like, I just feel like so you talked a lot kind of in the last question just about how like you've really been able to grow in this season. So what is one thing the Lord is teaching you right now that you kind of want to share with everyone? Um, okay. So I think right now, um, especially just in regards to this season of singleness and waiting, um, I think the Lord is just teaching me how to trust him in those specific areas. Um and that kind of just sounds like really vague, but like, I think just like I'm in, you know, as we kind of said earlier, like we're just like in this time and of where everyone is kind of in a relationship and it is difficult. Um, but I think the Lord is teaching me to be patient in that and to also trust that like his timing is better than mine. And I, I think that trusting is a thing that I struggle with and like not seeing like I want to know everything that's to come like I am a planner and I want to know what the future looks like so badly so many times but 
the fact that I can't makes me so dependent on the Lord. And it makes me really have to trust that like, I don't have to know it all. I don't have to know what's coming. And I honestly don't want to, because if I did, I wouldn't be relying on the Lord. And so he's just really teaching me a lot about being patient and being, trying to be still to hear, to hear him and to hear him be clear about like what life is going to look like. And even if I don't get to hear it, get to know now that like, I would still pursue and chase after the Lord, um, even it, in the doubts and in the, the unknown. And so I'm just learning a lot about that. That's good. This has been just such a good episode and you're just so wise and so much fun and it's been such a joy. Um, but before we kind of end the podcast, could you just pray for everyone listening, um, especially those who, you know, are single as well and might be feeling um, a lot of the same emotions that we talked about? No, yeah, absolutely. Um, dear Lord, I just thank you so much for this time. I thank you for Lauren um, and just like her obedience to do this podcast and just, um, man, the the impact that um, it has on girls and um, just like getting to hear um, the ways that you, you move and your power. And I just pray for girls who struggle with this. And I think singleness is a thing that we struggle with and um, it's in our, it's in our nature to, to be desired. And you know, that God you made us. And, um, but I think it's also really sweet that you give us the gift of singleness. Um, sometimes we don't see it that way, God, but I just pray that for anyone listening, that they'd be encouraged by this, that one, that they're not alone, um, that um, there are people surrounded surrounding them that are, are feeling the same feelings and they're going through the same emotions, God, and the same doubts and questions. And, but God, I just pray that this would be encouraging for them um, and that they would be encouraged and that they would trust that your timing's better and that your plan is better, even if it um, isn't what we want it to look like sometimes, but to be reminded that um, you're, you're better God and that your plans are better than our sinful plans and our selfish plans. And so I just pray that girls would be encouraged by this and um, that um, they would be lifted up and that they would like have a change of perspective that singleness is really a gift and it can be um, full of growth and full of getting to spend more time with you and learning more about you. And so I just thank you for this time. And I'm so thankful for Lauren and just thankful for um, this opportunity. And we just love you so much. And that um, in all of this, that you would be glorified God. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all for listening. And thank you, JC. And I'll see you guys next week.